Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Sikowski back in for second and 13. Rolls out. They did this last week to the corner. It's caught and Jones again. Program back towards elevated Rutgers to sustain success. A little more than a decade ago. It's fallen on some hard times. But here's a big return by Aaron Crookshank. The kick turned feed on, and he may take it to the house. Third career kick return touchdown. A hundred yards for six. It's about the leaf. Here comes the corner blitz. Lover evades Avery. But he throws an interception. Muhammad Torrey. Wangin. They get the win. They talk about family here, Rutgers. They forget about me. I love you. The acronym family. We are back. Another episode of Believe in Rutgers. And what a weekend for the Scarlet Knights. Football getting a huge comfort behind victory over Purdue on the road in the Big Ten Conference. Basketball off to a hot start as well, taking care of FDU and Hofstra. They'll have a big test Tuesday night when the Syracuse Orange come to town. But this was all about the chop. Never giving up. Guys stepping up. A complete buy-in to what Grociano is building. I thought this was a win that came from the entire football culture. Both backup quarterbacks stepping up. Special teams touchdowns. Offensive line imposing their will on Purdue. The defense stepping up in the second half after struggling through the first half. As Bill Belichick often says. Big day for Rutgers. Rutgers winning is back, and so is Bet Online. The NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Alex had a rough one today. My Rams, you know, I was going to pick them straight money line against the 49ers, you know, the banged up 49ers team, but the Rams didn't come through. Really annoyed me. Lost some money, but still, you can use it, all that and do all the betting on Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. Set a BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Alex, I completely agree. When a coach says we need everyone this week, Rutgers literally needed everyone this week. Noah Vedra wasn't the starter. We threw in Art Zatowski. We threw in Johnny Langan for a bunch of different situations. Aaron Crookshank had a huge kickoff return to really give the momentum back to Rutgers. And we came out on top with a really big win against a Big Ten opponent, opponent that was favored by 12 points. Shout out Desmond Howard for the only one person on college game day for picking us. Shout out to him. But this was a complete total team effort. It really shows how far this program has come and how we can only get go up. And the expectations of this program are a sky high right now. And we got to be able to compete for years and years to come. And that's my expectations for Rutgers. And it was a huge day to be a Rutgers football fan. Absolutely. And when you look at the history of this program the last couple of years, we have struggled and depth has been an issue. And, you know, you can say, hey, we've got some good players. But when you go down the line on the bench, can we compete with other Big Ten teams? I think we showed this game that we can compete with anybody because of our culture. I mean, Art Sitkowski, 18-27, 141, two touchdowns, 
zero interceptions. Johnny Langan, four for four, 95 yards, a touchdown pass, zero inter- zero interceptions. And most importantly, he had 21 carries for 95 yards and was really awesome and clutch throughout the game. And we really proved that next man up and the chop is bigger than all of us. 100%. And, you know, I know we've talked about this in multiple shows, but I feel so awesome and so proud of Art Sitkowski for the way he responded into this game. He had a bunch of huge throws going to Shameen Jones-Shadow, who had two touchdowns. Bo Melton, who was on fire to start the season, didn't have a touchdown today. He only threw several 31 yards, but it's a team sport, right? Other guys got to step up. So Shameen Jones had eight for 88 and two touchdowns. Art made some really, really big throws that we've said that we've known him to be able to do. He's in a better offense. He's in a better system with uh, Coach Gleason. And he should just how he's been. And I couldn't be more prouder of him. The offensive line played really well. We were able to run the ball a little bit more. So that opened up the passing game. And, you know, we had big plays all over the field. So I am so fired up about this Rutgers football team. I think it's an incredible win. Two and four now in the Big Ten. We were 0-9 last year. And now we already have two big two Big Ten wins in three less games. It just shows the Shiano effect is in full force. And we can only go up from here. And it's just great to see. And produce a good football team. This was a team that was playing a lot of really good football coming into this game. And they've got some really good players. I mean, Rondale Moore is one of the best players in the Big Ten Conference. And, you know, shout out to Avery Young, as Coach Ciano said in his uh, postgame presser, um, to really play him well. I mean, Rondale Moore, he's a guy who you'd expect to go for seven catches and 170 yards but you know considering what it could have been he was seven catches for 76 yards and zero touchdowns um after a rocky first half um defending the run especially where you saw purdue really impose their will and play that style of big 10 football that we're accustomed to seeing we really flipped the script in the second half and we saw rutgers stop in the run and our offensive line imposing our will on them in that second half yeah, our offensive line is completely improved. I think it's partially coaching, partially offensive system. But we're like we're without like, Raquan O'Neal, by the way. Without Raquan O'Neal, by the way, who was a late scratch on Friday. Yeah, so it just shows it's the next man up mentality, right? Everybody in this season, where there's so much uncertainty of who's going to be playing every week, everybody needs to be ready for their assignments in every single game day. So shout out to the whole Rutgers O line keeping us upright. Um, I think, you know, after the first drive by Purdue where they just kind of marched down the field, right, and it was seven, Rutgers had to settle down, and we did. We came and scored two straight touchdowns. I know the second quarter was a little bit rough for us. I know that's not necessarily our best quarter, but it really shows us as a team. We're a young team, and we learn from prior mistakes like last week in Michigan is that, you know, when we're up, and we go back down, we really have to step, we really have to turn on the gas and really try to get hard to get back up. We learn from those mistakes, even though the Purdue technically, I don't necessarily know, might be a little bit worse than opponent than Michigan, but we learn from losing to Michigan that we always have to, you know, keep, keep the foot on the gas. And this is a huge stepping stone for culture and for us to win these types of games. Because if the other, in my opinion, if the other coaching staff was, was involved, was involved with this team, we would have lost this game, not just by a touchdown, but multiple. It just shows that the turnover and the Shiano effect is such a powerful force for Rutgers. And it just brings me so much joy that this is where the football team is now, having two wins when I thought that potentially would only have one. Well, one of the things that I think led to us winning this game that you might not have expected coming into this game was from two backup quarterbacks. 
And listen, Art Sitkowski's played a lot of football, and Johnny Langan's played a lot of football, so I don't consider them to be backup quarterbacks. They both have over eight games of starting experience in the Big Ten Conference. So these are two ballers and experienced guys. But zero turnovers from those guys, and that is huge considering Rutgers, although seven turnovers in the first game, we have struggled to get those turnovers since then. So we won the turnover battle 1-0. And when you win the turnover battle, you're more often than not going to win the football game. 100%. You know, when you every, every when you win the turnover battle, you're usually going to win the game or at least put you in a much better position to win than turn the ball over. Um, I know we also talk about this. There are three phases of the football game. There's offense, defense, and special teams. So shout out to the special teams this week because we definitely won the special team. We brought in Aaron Crookshank, not just because he's a dynamite wide receiver, is because he's a dynamite returner. And he showed us why he had so much promise by returning that huge kickoff in the second half, which was incredible, which was a freaking lightning rod for us. And whenever you have a kickoff return for a touchdown, we talked about this last week against Michigan, it gener- it energizes your team to such a big level and it demoralizes the other team. So having that kickoff return is such a huge confidence boost for all of us and just and it just leads to all the confidence, you know, offensively, defensively, and then eventually it leads to a big, big time do uh, beating beating Purdue in a two in the second win of the Big Ten season. Yeah, and that's an area we challenged after the Michigan game. I didn't think we played very well special teams wise um, in the Michigan game, and we answered the bell and we stepped it up and we had a pretty damn good performance. And I think that going back to the offense, um, I think we really got to see both players showcase what they do really well. And that's in Art Sitkowski and Johnny Langan. And with Art, we knew he could throw the ball all over the yard. We've been saying this for a couple of years. He was a big recruit committed to Miami out of IMG Academy. He has a really, really strong arm. And you, you, saw, you saw Coach Gleason showcase that, rolling to the right, throwing it all, all the way across the field, a high percentage throw for him. In the past, when you look at Art, you've seen – you know, he can throw the ball and make all the throws. However, you'd see him make really low percentage throws. And I think he's grown as a player, number one. But I also think he was put in a lot of awesome situations to showcase his talent and do what he does best. It's not, you know, it's not what you can't do. What can you do? And let's do that. And that's, I really saw this Rutgers team just be like, hey, what can we do? I, you could, that is a phenomenal point, Alex, right? We just, we want to like, you know, emphasize the strength, not our weakness. We want to do what we do well, really, really good. Like that second touchdown to Shermaine Jones, it was a great play design by Coach Gleason. We were rolling, Art rolled out all the way to the right, but then it was a throwback all the way to the left. He zipped that pass, which was about from the opposite hash, all the way to the other back corner of the end zone, right to Shermaine Jones which was an absolutely phenomenal throw. And give credit to Coach Gleason. That is a perfect play call for Art. He can just, you know, know that's where they're going to re- that's where the read's going to be on the defense and just rip it there. And he made that play. And then again, going back to Johnny Langan, the dude is a dual threat. He's a run he's he can run, he can pass. You know, I think he's more The real Johnny football. Shout out the real Johnny football. But he was he's more of a runner first, but then he happens to be able to pass. He ran 21 times for 95 yards, right? That's over four yards of carry. That is an incredible day on the ground, and that set up some of the passes where he threw for 90 yards over the air. So 
just just setting up all these little things during the game. And I know there's the phrase, you know, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. In this case, you have three and you don't really have one. But we use all of our quarterbacks in very good situations. And that's how we get the most success out of them, right? So shout out Noah Vedral. I think that he's going to come back. He's def- It's definitely not the end of Noah Vedral. He's going to come out and he's going to play another really good game for us. But this game plan really worked out well for the Scarlet Knights and and emphasize all of the strengths of Art and Johnny Langan, and that's how you score 37 points against a bit against a, a Big Ten team. Yeah, and you just see them just being so happy for each other. I think oftentimes you see guys compete against each other and not compete with each other. And from this quarterback unit, it seems like the way Coach Gleason and Coach Shiano have them together, and they each have their role. Like that's how you get the most out of guys and that's how you create great culture and camaraderie because it kind of stinks when you're the odd man out and you don't really have a role. You don't feel involved and it just you you, you sometimes you got to take care of the guys who aren't starting more than the guys who are starting because if they're unhappy that negative energy can seep into different areas of the team like misery loves company right so let's say art art let's say art goes into a shell or johnny langan goes into a shell then other guys you know that energy that energy hits other guys but no that's not what happened they're they're buying into their role they're happy for each other they're competing with each other not against each other and you really saw that and that's i think one of the reasons why we crushed it and then you look at the receivers, not really, you know, Bo Melton's gotten a lot of the shine the first couple of games or the first half of the season. And we thought it would be Aaron Crookshank. Aaron Crookshank really took a lot of pressure off Bo Melton. And now you see Bo Melton shine. And then the last couple of games, you've seen Crookshank shine as well. And then you've seen Shameen Jones shine. Like to the victor, go all the spoils. And when you focus on winning, I think, and doing your job, I think that the stats and who gets the ball and the the articles and all that other stuff that comes with it. Uh, that just, excuse me. I think that stuff just comes with it. Yeah. Going back to your point about uh, being a unit, when you look at a football team, right, there's a running back unit, uh, wide receiver unit, O-line unit, D-line unit, DB unit. Quarterback is one of those few positions where like, you're the only guy when you go out on the field, you're the only quarterback out on the field. Right. And that usually becomes a very lonely position. And then you're just the guy that can create animosity between teammates. We're in a very unique situation where we have three guys that play a lot of football and they are literally, as you said, they are a unit and they really root for each other. And that is so important to all of them. And I think that Art, especially, who was coming off two rough seasons, two rough seasons, last, who's coming off two rough seasons, he was able to redshirt. He got his confidence back. And I think being a part of this very good unit has given him more confidence. And that's where you see his production on the field. And it's just a really great thing to see because I know we talk about it all the time. The dude has all the talent in the world. He came out and he showed it. And there's and. I think Noah Vedral was cheering him on too. I know that's a really tough position to be in where you're like, hey, you're a starter for the first couple games and you just came off the best game that you had and you're going to be sitting. So having that whole unit is incredible and it's a really, really great to see. Yeah. Now let's let's shift our focus to defensively because I think going forward, this unit has to play better. I'm really excited and happy and very optimistic that they can play better based off the second half. Um. But this is a unit that 
really could not stop the run in the first half. Rutgers defensively, as we said in previous podcasts, is extremely aggressive. Um, Fadakasi and Tyshawn Fogg are very good linebackers. You know, it's stuff stuff things up the middle. But we take too many chances. We were kind of getting bullied a little bit in the first half, especially in that first drive. I know that we turned things up in the second half. That's really where good coaching comes in, you know, make second half adjustments. But defense has to be our calling card. Like, I know that offensively we're doing really well, but Rutgers – if we just look from a positional preview, we're a defensive team. So I know the offense is playing great. And, you know, the fact that we're winning games with our offense and our defense isn't playing as great is a really testament to how far we've come as a football team. But I know that we could be even – it just shows that we could be even better defensive – we could be even better team because defensively is really more of our calling card. Yeah, and I think that it's, you know, it's, it's a team game, complementary football. You know, the offense bailed out the defense this game and – it was against Michigan State, you know, the the defense bailing out the offense because although the offense scored 37 points, like a lot of that is because they got the ball turned over seven times, right? So I think we're going to we're gonna definitely see that improvement. And, you know, who knows? Maybe next game it's the offense only scores 10 points, but the defense holds Penn State to seven points. Or, you know, um, we hold them to 17 points and we only score 20 points. Against Illinois, we would have liked to have seen the offense score a little bit more points. So I I am critical of the defense. I think they could have played a lot better as a whole, but I am really proud of how they played in that second half, only uh, holding Purdue to seven points. That's a big deal. This was an explosive offense coming into the game. Like we said, um, props to the defense in terms of the secondary, um, really doing a good job on Rondell Moore. Um, Now... I'm not going to poke the, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rub it in a little, I'm not going to rub it in. Uh, I'm not going to rub it into Purdue, but uh, the Braun brothers just can't seem to beat Greg Schiano, huh? <laughs> On the big stage, huh? <laughs> I guess. Those of you guys who don't know, Brian Braun was the quarterback for Louisville in 2006. And um, Coach Braun was, I believe, the offensive coordinator at Louisville. I think I think he was. We have to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure he was on a, a Bobby Petrino's coaching staff at Louisville. But it's um, no, yeah, they're great. They're yeah. great coaches. So you know, yeah, we're just uh, poking no, fun at them. they're they're, they're very good. They're very they're very good coaches. Um, you know, just holding a team, any team, offensively in this day day and age of offense to seven points and a half is an incredible thing to do. Seven points, giving up seven points and a half, you should a half you should take that any day of the week and twice on Sundays. That's a really hard thing to do. It really shows that we really stepped up in the second half. Twenty three points in the first half, not too great, but making those adjustments, you know, you know, reacting to adversity is a really big thing of this defense. Um, and I think that they're just going to get better from there. I think that Coach Chiano, I think he's going to, you know, reinvent us ourselves a little bit and basically, you know, keep harping on, you know, making sure we tackle, we don't get bullied and all these different things. Um, the the one-on-one coverage was a little bit better this week. You know, we've seen improvement with that. They've struggled with that at some points of the season, but it's getting better. I think all of uh, all this team is getting better throughout the whole season, which is really, really good. You'd rather get better throughout the season than get worse. So, we can only hope for positive things. I think we will. And, you know, we got two more Big Ten games left. So let's hopefully win these next two and get bowl eligible. Yeah, and this Penn State game is huge. Uh, a lot like Michigan, Penn State likes to come into New Jersey and take a lot of our top players. And I think, although we didn't win against Michigan, I do think that we can still compete for those Jersey kids that are considering Michigan 
based off the way we played and kind of the direction and the uncertainty uh, of their program with what's going on. So I do think that we can compete with Michigan, um, but we do need to get this Penn State win, I think, to compete with Penn State. Penn State has been a big-time player in the Big Ten Conference for the past five, six years. And although they're one in five, I don't see James Franklin going anywhere. Um, they still have a pretty good nucleus intact over there in State College. So we got to get this win so we can go to Bergen County, to the best schools in South Jersey, to the Montclair High Schools of the world, and all these other top kids around the state and say, stay home. 100%. It's an enormous game, and I know – I know that I don't know how you feel about Penn State, but it's not my favorite school in the world. You know, I always love beating Penn State, you know, sticking it to my friends that went to Penn State. So and again, it re, you know, winning the recruiting battle because a lot of the kids from New Jersey, they leave to go to Penn State. And if we can keep some of those kids from staying home, it just shows that Rutgers is going to be a force in the Big Ten for years to come and be able to compete with Michigan, Penn State's of the world. And it's a really big game. And I think that you know, even though they're one and five, I think they're a good football team. They lost a bunch of close games. So we just got we got to come out and keep and play hard, man, because if we if we sleep on them because we're two and four and they're one and five, they're going to roll us. So we got to come out and have this motivation that we got to come that they're a good football team and we got to try to roll. Them. Well, they are a good football team. I mean, they've lost a lot of close games to some pretty good football teams. I mean, they lost to Iowa. They beat Michigan, who we lost to Michigan, and I know it, it's about matchups in this day in college football and, and in general in sports, and some people don't understand that. They think, oh, this team beat that team, and we beat that team, so we should automatically beat this team. That, that's not how it works. Um, but I do think that Penn State's a good team. They played Ohio State really tough. Um, they beat Michigan. They played Iowa. They've played all these other teams that are pretty They barely good. lost to Indiana. They lost to Indiana on a on an on a two-point conversion play. It was 35. So, they're yeah, right there. It's a good team. They're right there. Now, now let's uh let's finish off with some uh with some hoops. Um Rutgers taking care of Hofstra today. Uh they're 3 and 0. Uh what do you think? I think this is a big test for us on Tuesday night against Syracuse. Um and now listen, I know Syracuse is not ranked, but traditionally one of the powerhouse programs in college basketball i think it's a program validation type game if we can get this win this uh this tuesday night uh at the wreck what do you think it is a hundred percent a huge program almost turning win this is an old big east matchup syracuse dominated us back in the day um but now Rutgers is a season ranked team and we have all the bullseyes on our back um, if you like the last couple games, you know, Cliff Amarui's been a beast. Ron Harper Jr.'s been amazing. Um, Joe Baker, unfortunately, has a high ankle sprain, so he won't be playing. Is he going to be back on Tuesday? I don't think I don't think so. I'll have to check back on that, but I don't think he'll be back. But we got talent to compete with these guys. You know, Syracuse is going to be in that 2-3 zone. They're going to force us to shoot outside shots, which is not necessarily our forte. But, you know, we can definitely figure out their zone, in my opinion. Um it's a really it's a really big test for us. If we can come out and beat Sher- Syracuse, it shows that Rutgers is back on the map. I think Steve Peichel is an incredible coach. He's an incredible defensive coach. We've gotten better slowly offensively. Um, we've recruited a lot better. Cliff, Cliff Amarui from uh, Roselle Catholic is one of the biggest recruits in Rutgers basketball history. He's been an absolute beast. He was NJ State Player of the Year before the season got shut down last season. So... It's a huge test for us, and I think that if we meet this challenge, people are going to be looking at Rutgers being like, hey, they're they're for real. 
The only th the wor the one thing that sucks is that unfortunately the rack won't be bouncing because if this game was not in a COVID ness environment, were, that game would be sold out. The rack would be jumping. That is an unbelievable place to play. It's a hard place to play for opposing teams. All the fans are on top of you. It stinks that won't get that atmosphere, but you know Rutgers is going to pound nails, as John Rothstein says. I think when you think of a college basketball arena, like people think it has to be like this huge, like NBA type arena. Um, the rack is, is big, is big, but it's like pretty condensed on the inside where the fans can kind of really be on top of the opposing teams and really get involved. So it's, it's really awesome. Um, we went to, uh, what was it? The Maryland game last year and we absolutely ran them out of the fricking gym. Yeah. Maryland. That was an unbelievable game. And, you know, we were going to, Rutgers were going to make the tournament for the first time in 30 years. They have the longest drought of Power Five schools. So just seeing the whole season get shut down really, really stunk. But, you know, it's a program builder. They return basically everyone. Caleb McConnell is unfortunately redshirting this year, who's a really good, he's a 6 7 point guard. 6 really 7 good defensive point guard. players coming to his own offensively. 6 That's 7, yeah, really, for, really good defense, really, really long. I know, I know. He's really, really good, but he's redshirting, so he'll be back. Uh, Paul Mulcahy, he's been playing really good, you know, stepping into a bigger role as a sophomore. Harper played pretty well last game, right? Harper played really well. He had 30 points a couple days ago. I think he had 30 points against FDU, so he's only gotten better. Uh, Montez Mathis is another really, really good guy. Today was uh, Jake, um, Jacob Young, who um, is who is uh, – Related to from Texas, right? From te he was transferred from Texas. His his uh, his dad, Michael Young, played on Five Slam Janet, the really great uh, Houston teams of the '80s with the Kim Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler. So he is one of the fastest people I've seen on the basketball court. I think that he's you know honed in you know his wildness because he's a little wild on the court last year. Um, he had 17 points I think today against Hofstra. So he's another really good player. Rutgers has a ton of depth. And Harper's dad played. Uh, Harper's dad played with the uh, with MJ right yep. on the Bulls. Yep, he played with MJ on the Bulls, and then the Kobe and Shaq Lakers too. He won five championships in the NBA. So we got NBA pedigree guys. We got a bunch of talent. We got a lot of different guys that can score. And that's another great thing about Rutgers that like the football team. Just because our bet one of our guys doesn't have a good night, there's other guys that are be stepping up every single night. So we don't have just one guy. If he gets locked out, that we're not gonna have a good game. Another guy will be able to play. Man, one night will be Montez Mathis's night. One night it will be, um, you know, Geo Baker's night when he gets back healthy. One night it will be Jake, um, Jacob uh, Young's night. So really good team. And this guy, and we got sky's the limit. Huge test on Tuesday against Syracuse. Now, very similar to the Penn State Michigan games for the football team, I think this game is huge for recruiting. You see all the top Jersey kids go up to Syracuse. I mean, when I was there my freshman year, um, we had this kid from St. Benedict's, uh, Tyler Ennis, who went on to be a first round draft pick with the Phoenix Suns. He was a one and done type of kid from New Jersey. Um, he was legit, and he was a Jersey kid. You don't think that if Rutgers was beating Syracuse and and a top twenty five team, he would have considered Rutgers pretty seriously. I mean, Tyler Ennis, man, he he's been bouncing around the NBA, but if he stayed for his sophomore year, he would have been a top ten draft pick in the NBA draft. So this is a huge game. I, I see this game as a low scoring game if we don't have Geo Baker, just because we play really good defense and rebound, and Syracuse has that zone that they like to play. Uh, what do you think? High score, low score? Probably gonna be a low score. Uh, the thing that sucks about Geo Baker not necessarily being in there is that he's him and Jacob Young are two guys that can really get their own shot, like out, out, off the dribble. 
um, without Jake, without um, you know Geo Baker being out there, we only really have one of one of our own shot creators. So that might be a little bit tough, but we're just going to have to play team. We're going to play team basketball, right? Have a bunch of good different sets, you know, not let the ball get stuck in one guy, just keep moving it around. And, you know, we got to make some shots and we got to attack the inside. Um, so it, we're looking to potentially be Syracuse, which would be an unbelievable win. So I hope, I think that we can win. We're a really good team. We got a ton of depth, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of experience playing in big games. So just another another thing to pound nails. Steve Peichel pounding nails. Yeah, and Peichel's got an excellent reputation. Um, Steve Peichel seems like a really stand-up guy, and uh, you know we're rooting for him. So, Rutgers fans, uh, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, subscribe to the pod. Um, comment, email us, let us know uh, who we should have on as a guest or any topics you think we should be talking about. So, uh, go RU. Hey, you made it to the end, or I'm just talking to myself and Ryan. You stay classy, Piscataway. for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube